everybody. Welcome to this episode of Frederick Uncut. This is a very special episode. We are with two people who have never been on a podcast before, so I'm excited about this. First, I'm excited. I'm with Emma Kerr, the brand new. I mean, when did you start? Today? The brand uh, I new started ed- last week. Okay, the education reporter here at the Frederick News yeah. Post. And Brian Steiger. Correct. Yep. Correct. Uh, th- I'm told the instruction project manager. Is that Senior project manager okay. for the construction department at for FCPS. Yes, correct. That's a long title. It is a long title. So. Business card, it eats up a lot of space on there. <laughs> we all need business cards. Do you have a business card yet since you're, no. you just started today? No, I no. don't. I need okay. business cards. Do I get those? I don't know. Do, yeah? Okay. All right. That's good. So we wanted to have you on. We want to talk about uh, a, a couple hot button issues here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually get a little background on our guests before we get into stuff, and we don't want to spend too much time on it, but I was I was trying to stalk you online before we got in here, and I, I, I read a little about you. Did Were you working in real estate before you came to the FCPS? No? No. So that was a different... That was a different guy with the same name. That's that's kind of creepy, but yes. That that's, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I didn't know I had a, a twin out there, but yeah. Um, no, he looks just like you. That's that's amazing. <laughs> no, I've actually been in construction for a number of years. Um, let's see. I I won't go too, too far back, but I worked actually for Ryan Holmes here in Frederick okay. for about eight years um, back in the uh, 90s and, and 2000s. And then, you know, when everything kind of went down, and they shrunk. I don't even think they have an office here in Frederick anymore. Um, I went and worked at a, a manufacturing um, plant in, in Baltimore um, doing modular. We did modular stuff. So I was the project manager for that and kind of organizing that. And then went and worked with now Lidos, but SAIC over at Fort Detrick doing um, commercial stuff, renovating labs and things like that. And then started with the, uh, with the school board. How did you end up, did you want to go to the school? Oh, yeah, actually, when I found there was an opening there, I mean, I was, I was on it. And um, it's exciting. It's something that's very rewarding to me. You're building things. Well, I have family. I live here in Frederick County, and uh, my kids go to school here in Frederick County. And it's, it's just something to know that you're, you're doing something for the, for the good of the people. Like, you're building nice facilities so these kids get a, nice, a chance to, to learn in a nice environment. And giving them every opportunity that they can. And I think that's a wonderful thing. What is the hardest part about your job when it comes to construction in, in schools? There are, I mean, I'm sure some schools would like to have an arcade or something, and, and you can't put that in. Um, I, coming from, you know, former life in, in um, like, private sector stuff, a lot of times waiting for answers is, is a difficult thing because mm-hmm. it's got to go through chain of command and mm-hmm. things like that, which is understandable. But contractors um, and just logistics of everything. I mean, it, we're dealing with um, multi-million dollar projects. It's, it's a lot of coordination, a lot of time and effort. Um, that, that's probably the most difficult thing is pulling all of that together. And we typically, we have great teams. We have great people that we work with. Um, you know that they make they make the decisions they move on on things and you know we're, we've been lucky to have um, really good uh, construction managers uh, throughout the process and and good contractors that have come in and, and bid with us and and made projects successful was it always construction that you wanted to do did you ever want to be like a chef or a um, rock star or something no for uh a brief while i wanted to be a, i thought i wanted to be a psychologist oh but um 
that was that was a bit in high school. I think I was really just happy with the class I was taking or something. But um, really, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I went to college. Um, probably like a lot of kids, I guess. And just as things evolved, I actually went to High Point University down in North Carolina, okay. furniture capital of the world. That's and, right. Um, yeah. They have, you can see that on 95, right? Isn't there some type, I've seen a sign about the furniture capital of the world. That is where, that's where it's, they held major furniture markets where all the big names come in there and wow. used to be able to work that they shut school down for a fall break. Um, and that would be when the furniture market was. And, and I'd make a ton of money cause you could just you go around and hand out flyers or whatever. It's just cash under the table. It was great. It was a great time for a college kid. Um, but then, uh, you know, I got a job out of uh, working for a transportation company out of college, and then uh, that didn't really work out. They, they worked me like 14, 15 hours a day, and it was really hard to mm-hmm. be in a new area and not really know too many people. I, you know, went from Greensboro, Greensboro to uh, Richmond and, uh, and ended up – moving back here and then that's actually where I got the job with Ryan Holmes and continued on then um, I guess not that long ago I did get my master's I went back to the mount got my master's from the mount so that was a great experience master's in construction just MBA okay master business so Um, we have something we really want to talk about right Emma right we have something that uh, you've been writing about and you chastised me for not reading the story earlier (laughs) today so full disclosure (laughs) But uh, we have Rock Creek School mm-hmm. on this issue coming uh, into the Walkersville Middle School, I believe, or uh, uh, alongside the Walkersville well, Middle on School? On the campus on of the Walkersville. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to sort of ask this question, then I'm going to let Emma go because she has many smarter questions than I could possibly ask. Okay. But, you know, why Walkersville? What, what made you, what made the school district want to put this facility uh, near the Walkersville Middle, middle School? Well, there was a um, extensive review of many sites that the school board owns. I think it started with 13 or so. Um, when I came into the fold, uh, w- they had been pared down to seven, and the architect uh, did an evaluation of those seven sites. Many different factors. I mean, uh, I think that was approved back in December. December yeah. And... Um, so really it came down to, I believe, that and, and Monocacy Elementary School. They were within a point on the scoring of the rubric. Mm-hmm. And really that was the board's decision. It was a – I remember not getting home that night after the board meeting till like 1230 in the morning or something. It was a late night. It was a difficult conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, um, again, it had a – that rubric was very extensive. It had a lot of different factors from mm-hmm. um, location, um, size – um, just, uh, I mean, I could go on. There's, there's a lot of them, but you guys can look at the, the rubric. It's, it's, it was very intense. Um, but that was really, I think the, I think it was really a kind of a toss up at that point in time, but that was the board's decision. I mean, within one point of each other, they're, they're essentially tied almost, you know, so. Right. And it looked like there were a lot of comments at the time from others saying concerns especially with monocacy yeah as a site yeah we have um we have we still it's still open as the rock creek construction um like email there's a website where Mm -hmm. i post all of the meeting minutes um so everything as we were doing was getting posted onto there and people could email in i think we we capture all of those comments from folks they were put in a binder and then given to the board members uh for review as well so 
They did, they did have all the comments from folks, yes. Right. And and so now, you know, they've made this decision. Um, what, what kind of are you looking at um, at the site to improve upon? Why, why moving the site? Why moving Rockville? And then what are you hoping to add that will really enhance kids' experience there? Currently, the facility at Rock Creek is outdated. That's a nice way to put it, I guess. It's... Um, it's not big enough, really, for the needs. The, the students there are really Frederick County's most medically fragile. Um, some that are, you know, that they are wheelchair-bound. Um, they can't feed themselves. They can't change themselves. And, and we need to provide the most that we can for them. And the old facility, the ha- hallways are narrow. Um, there's not enough space in the classrooms. Outdated technology. Um, so on and so forth. So with the new, um, the new school, we're going to be able to provide those things. Enough space, you know, things, there's some, some areas that, you know, make sure everything is wheelchair accessible, make sure everything is, um, you know, enough room for them to be with their peers side by side. You can't do that in the current one. They can't, it's hard to, to pass with two wheelchairs side by side down the hallway. And their aids and everything else. So this would, you know, enhance their experience, really give them the opportunities that they need. Right. And it looked like plans for the school, the new school, will be about 120 capacity. Is that the number of students or how many students are you expecting? Correct. That's the base. The base bid is 120. I think currently they have around 80 students there. Um, And that fluctuates year in and year out. Um, As as people move into the, the county, that can go up and move out, so on and so forth. Um, but currently the base bid uh, is at 120 students. We have ad alternates that we've started to lay out in there. So if we were to build out the entire thing, it could go up to 190 students. Um, yeah, 190 students all in. So, um, And again, it isn't um, a classroom there is not the same as a elementary school classroom where you would fit 30 kids in. You have um, eight students, maybe upwards of 10, I guess, but each of them has a personal aide or two. Um, There's the teachers and the teacher's helpers. So when you start adding all that together, all of a sudden you've got 25 people in that room really quickly. So that's really why that you'll see the square footage is, uh, is similar to an elementary school classroom, but there are less students within the building, and they need that space. Uh, a lot of them don't have the gross motor skills that some um, some of their typical peers do. Right, and are there other considerations that come up? You know, besides just sheer space that you that are unique to a Rock Creek school. You know, um, maybe you mentioned hallway sizes. Are there mm-hmm. other things you're thinking about when you're designing? Yeah, actually, we we uh, visited a school down in Washington D.C. Um, that was for special needs, they had uh, a very nice courtyard. And typically we are not, at least in construction end, I know I'm not a fan of courtyards because they, um, sometimes they get used, but I don't think they get used to the fullest extent they can be. This, on the other hand, though, is I think a special circumstance. You have an area and the ability to um, safely have these kids be able to be kind of, supervised obviously but be on their own to be able to walk around you know some some of the kids are runners so they'll get out if they get free they'll they'll bolt so you here you have them um, 
under supervision, they can be safe in an area. Um, they're planning on putting walking paths, maybe some change in terrain so they can, you know, work on walking, you know, things that they can touch and feel and learn about there in the courtyard. I think there's um, discussions of um, maybe some play equipment within the courtyard as well. Um, so that that's going to be a unique feature and I think a very, very good benefit to the student population there. What do you think, not to butt in, but what you were talking about upgrades before and talking about the courtyard now too, uh, with, you said a lot of things were outdated in the old location. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is the most significant upgrade that you guys will bring to this location? Um, I mean, I would think just lighting, with the light heating and bad. air. Okay. I, it's, it, again, we're, we're talking about an older facility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't categorize it as bad, but I would just say it's it's again, it's when you can go to um, dimmable LEDs versus, you know, they have the older fixtures in there that they've kind of covered mm-hmm. to make them at a certain um, lumen coming down. Right. So here you're, you're going to be able to control that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be able to have um, more control over your heating and air conditioning. Um, we're going to have it individualized into uh more of the classrooms and pods um so every room will have its own control mm-hmm. because some students are more sensitive than others um we're going to have uh, you know new gym equipment um for adaptive p a new therapy pool i mean all this sort of stuff is is an excellent uh you know currently the pool they they don't have a whole lot of room to go around on the sides you know most pools have a larger deck mm-hmm. to walk around that there's hardly any space in the one that's currently there. Yeah, we were talking about the pool before, wondering if mm-hmm. you, there was going to be a pool in this new. There, yep, okay. ther- therapy pool. It's 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 not very large. Mm-hmm. Um, we're currently the design where it's, as it stands, there's a ramp uh, that will go down, and then there's always like lifts to help be, you know get the children in and out as needed. Um, but that that pool currently at the Rock Creek is used all the time, pretty much all day long by the students. There's always a st- students in and out of the pool. It's one of, from what the principal says, it's one of their favorite things uh, that they all really enjoy. Mm -hmm. So now from what I understand, there's, there's been a little bit of uh, pushback, a little bit of controversy from the Walkersville folk. Is that correct, Emma? Right. So when I first started writing about this, um, it was coming off of um, a joint meeting with the planning commission and the board of commissioners. I think that was last Tuesday Mm -hmm. um, in Walkersville. And um, yeah, they had some concerns about the new site, and I think especially some people felt really surprised by it, maybe. Um, you know, the so, it, and some of their concerns, I think, were mostly um, worried about that, that their lack of green space and just how much space that building itself was going to take up. You know, mm-hmm. you're mentioning it is going to be a little bit of a larger building for the number of students. Um, you know, you're also mentioning all the benefits of a courtyard that is enclosed within that building. And um, and at the same time, some Walker Walkersville officials are concerned about how much um, of that same kind of green space is going to be available just outside the middle school now. So, um, yeah, the, I mean, those were some of their main concerns. And um, I, I think you know, with the concern of being surprised, can you just talk us through a little bit the process of how you go from a more general plan to something more specific? You know, as you're nailing down these specifics, um, what what is that process like? What stage are we at now? Sure. So 
when we originally started, we were doing the site selection. Um, as we're reviewing the sites, and, and normally I'm not really involved in that process. Normally by the time it comes to the construction department, the site's already been selected. I just happened to be, I think the process kind of weaved around a little bit that I was involved on a more of a level this time around. Excuse me. So um, with that, when the architect looks at those sites, they take the mass of what we think the building would encompass. It's not defined. It's a blob or block diagram, if you will. And they place that on those sites. And that's what we did here, um, just to show that the, the space on the site can hold it. Right? That was for mm -hmm. the initial in December. That, yes, that was the site selection process. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's what was originally seen um, by some of the, the town commissioners. So since then, we have gone back through and started our schematic design, which is really now where we shape the building. We start to lay it out per the educational specs. We lay it out based on our design team and all of our discussion that we have and what works um, for construction, what works for uh, the needs of the children. All of these different factors are put in. And then we lay out the building, and the architect does their waves their magic wand and starts, you know, putting pieces together. So from there, you know, once we get through that schematic design, we present that to the board. The board has since approved that, um, and, and then we have to send it down to the state to let them review it and any comments there. So currently we just passed that point. We're now in the design development, which is where we start to kind of drill down into the interior workings of like each room and what goes into each room and kind of laying that out in more detail. Back with the schematic and what we did with the town, we were just there to kind of present them a um, initial concept and show them where we were at. Um, and we're taking that feedback from them. We are working on, so I know they had concerns about the parking, so we're, we're working to reduce that. Um, we're going to show them, I think, in a little more detail about how much green space we have. And I, th I think we'll, with reducing a little of the parking, I think we'll, we'll be able to show them that we have uh, plenty of green space. The field, we're going to have a full-size field in the back, another potential um, field behind Rock Creek. Um, there's going to be hard play surfaces that we're putting back for the middle school and things like that. But, but currently in the process, we're, we're past the, um, I guess I, you call it like a, three different legs of a race. So we're past the first leg, if you will, and now we're into the second one and the design development end. Right, and maybe you can kind of explain why that might have surprised some of them or, or from your perspective, if it was surprising to hear their response. But, um, I, I, you know, we talked to, um, you know, a few of them. Richard Brady, she, uh, he's the chairman of the Walkersville Planning Commission. He said, quote, from the concept we saw it was initially present that was initially presented to the town to what we're looking at now is vastly different um you know he said he was pretty taken aback by that um i think commissioner russ winch um kind of said that the details that he's seeing now um were a bait and switch um you know saying the that increased parking is a really big concern for them um the loss of green space as i mentioned um 
and he said, quote, I think it's a great addition to the town and to what Walkersville stands for, um, you know, is in support of having the school, um, but did say, quote, if they completely change the concept, that's, like I said, nothing more than a bait and switch. So, I mean, you know, when you're seeing these kind of, hearing these kind of comments, are you surprised to hear them just be so, um, I guess, shocked by these changes, these specifics, or is this kind of kind of par for the course? This is what happens as you start nailing things down. It, 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 it's, I think it happens when you start nailing things down. And I can understand um, their concerns. And like I said, I think what originally I believe what they saw was that from the site selection process was that initial block diagram. It was not a defined, um, what the defined school is. And so I could understand um, that, you know, and, and, and their, their uh, comments on that. But again, we're, we're really excited about this project. We're, we're looking to move this thing forward. And, and we're going to work with the town, and we're going to do, um, as I mentioned, we're, we're taking their feedback. We're looking at reducing the parking, showing that green space. And, and when we go back in front of them, I'm hoping that they'll see that we've, we've listened to them and, and um, help us move forward. Because I know they, just as uh, – um, I'm not sure who mentioned it, but, you know, I think someone said they're excited about it and it's what the town is all about. And it's right. Walkersville is a, a wonderful town. And um, that's another great addition that why we would want the Rock Creek School there as well, you know. So, um, again, I, I, we're, we're getting there. I think we're going to listen to the, what the town has to say and we're going to try and provide the best feedback and show them that we listen to them on the next go round when we get in front of the planning commission. But in the initial plans presented in December, um, did that include removing the track? I know that's been something people are concerned about. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a track that I think I read in a narrative that you do recognize is still used by the community, though not used in programming, I Correct. think. Um, so was that was that a track initially removed, or is that something that's come later? Well, again, with that, um, the site selection process and that um, plan, there were, it was overlaid over the existing site. So you still saw the outline of the track. You still saw the current um, basketball courts that are there. All of those things were still, it's almost like a opaque image that's laid over top of that uh, for those block diagrams, if that makes sense. Um, so that's why I said I could understand the comments you know, if they saw that and they envisioned that the track was still going to be there, right? I can understand that. But as I said, we're we're committed to to moving the the project forward. We're gonna we're gonna listen to what they have to say, and we're gonna try and work and 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 show them that we've uh, made the corrections they wanted. So your plans are to remove the track, remove Correct. the basketball courts also mm -hmm. that are there now, um, and then those those are being replaced by right a parking lot. Is that right? The the Rock Creek parking lot would, is in the front. The okay. building itself will pretty much encompass about where the track is and, oh, and okay. some other areas. The basketball courts, we're going to replace in kind for the middle school. We're also putting in a full-size field, grass field, that'll be there. can play soccer, full soccer on and everything else. that will be right between Rock Creek and the middle school. And we've worked with the administration of the middle school so they can have that vision like for um, recess, gym, so if they're standing there on the at the cafeteria and they're have a recess, they can see everything that's going on from the basketball courts to the field. So if the kids are out there before, they had things kind of cut up and kids would be further away and you're pulling staff you know further away from the building. So I think we've got a, a very good site plan put together uh, that 
really helps the function of the campus itself and also the inclusiveness of Rock Creek and the middle school. And that's one of the things I know the state has really wanted. Um, and that was one of our factors was having another school on, you know, having Rock Creek on a campus with another school to have that inclusiveness with typical peers. Are, are there any, is there any chance whatsoever? I think you said Monocacy was the the one that was one point away. There was a one point difference between the location Walkersville. Was it Monocacy that was the other one that was up there? Yes, sir. I believe, yeah. Um, so is there any possibility at all at this at this point in the game that it could go to Monocacy? That would be a board of ed decision, not, not mine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that I, I would think that would be pretty bad for you, though, right? Because you guys are already far along in this process at Walkersville? Um, yeah, to say, I mean, to make a change like that now would would cause redesign, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's that's a that's a board of ed decision. If that's the direction they chose, then we do that. Um, and you're in, you said phase one currently, or at the end of phase one? Yeah, we've just, I'd say, if you're breaking this, the design and, and uh, down into three separate mm-hmm. areas, the schematic design, the design development, and the construction documents. Mm-hmm. So we're now into the design development, so we're in the second leg. You're in that. the second? So how long does that second part usually um, take? We'll be looking to go in front of the Board of Ed probably in October, late October, and then um, submitting to the state um, if they approve everything uh, early part of November. And then we'd move into the construction documents phase, and that would and all along while you're doing this, there's permitting, mm-hmm. there's our um, you know approvals from the town, the county, state, all that kind of go along in um, succession with this. And then we'd bring that around until sometime into the spring. And then we'd look to, um, you know, really work on permitting, getting permits, and then bidding out the project in uh, late summer, early fall. Of next year. Of next year. Okay. So the goal is to start in the fall of 2019. Okay. Um, And then that would carry through about approximately 18 months or so. So we would wrap up the project in the spring of 21. And that allows us a little bit of time um, to make sure we work out all the bugs. You know, whenever you have a new building, um, you know, you're testing out fire alarm and security systems and just making sure HVAC is all working correctly. There's punch lists and there's things that you, or warranty periods that you kind of go through. So we'll be able to start some of that and fine-tuning everything because as I look at it, especially with um, the children here at, at Rock Creek, we really don't have a lot of room for error. Mm-hmm. You know, we it's one thing if you're at an elementary school and the fire alarm goes off. Okay, well, everybody go outside and, you know, orderly fashion. With Rock Creek, it's a lot different when a fire alarm goes off. You know, you have, you have the, the children in the wheelchairs and you have other children that might be on a bed or stretched out on the floor that you need to get up and get them in the back in the wheelchair to get them. It's, it's a more of a, um, a daunting task for the staff and they do a wonderful job out there. If you've ever been out there, that would be one uh, place to go. The staff is outstanding at Rock Creek. And just stepping back a little, can you tell us, you know, why tell listeners why it's so important that Rock Creek is on a site with another school? The inclusiveness. I think that is one thing that, um, I think it's very important. One of the things I know that the state is is recommending um, nowadays with special needs facilities that they have the inclusiveness and the ability to interact with their typical peers. 
So for them to be able to go and um, maybe sit in an art class in the middle school, you know, we have, they have it broken down. The, the ages of students there are from uh, age three through 21. And um, so we'll, we have a uh, elementary, a middle, and then a vocational or high school, if you will. Um, so, you know, those students can all interact as needed. And plus the, the elementary school is not far. Same with the high school. So if there were other things as some of like the students who might go on for like learning for life and move on, they could they could even um, entertain going down to the high school. There's areas within the town, too, that they can go and do um, service work like uh, at the post office or the um, uh, retirement community or something where they could fold laundry. Lots of different things that give them the opportunity in being within that area. But being close with another school gives them that opportunity to be inclusive and do things with their typical peers. This still seems like it's a long way away. Um, <laughs> the way that you're talking about it, you know, it's going to be years potentially before this school even is operational and you go through all the processes. Well, you've also noted how the current location isn't the best. So I'm wondering, are there any sort of plans for improvements on the current location as this process plays out? Um, not that I'm aware of. No, I don't think there's any current. And that ties into um, Rock Creek actually ties in then to the next school behind that, which would be Waverly Elementary School. So um, once that transitions and we build a new one, then the old Rock Creek would be torn down mm -hmm. and the new Waverly Elementary School would be built on that same campus. Okay. So, so they're kind of intertwined in a way, uh, in a sense. So um, we just kind of got to see, uh, you know, how, how that process goes. But to, to your question, it seems like a long way away. It, it does seem like that. But, you know, when you're building a um, 80,000 square foot facility, there's a lot that goes into it and a lot of that time and planning. And, and sometimes it seems like a long time, but it's it's not. Sometimes I, I think we would we could always want more time, but um, it does move along fairly quickly. I'm, I'm surprised we're at this point right now. Like it feels like just yesterday we got the board approval on the site. So it, it it's moving moving along well, I think. Are there any, well, I mean, I, I, I do want to get to other things, but I, if there are any other possible questions about Rock Creek, I want to make sure you get to them, Emma. Are there any other things you wanted to get to? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the other thing that I I was hearing was concern about the parking lot that's going to be there for buses, the overnight storage of buses. Why is that needed on this site? You know, it, it's it's a site for a school. You know, I have a quote saying, you know, this isn't a maintenance facility. This isn't a place to store buses. What's the purpose of that? And why does that have to, have to be there? You know, is it something that benefits Rock Creek? kids or how does that work i i can't really speak to tra the transportation department and how they facilitate and put their buses the the way our plan is set up currently what we are showing what they didn't really have that well at the current middle school is some parking for buses during the day and if transportation would choose to use that at, at night i mean I, I can't really speak to that um we have it set up to where they can Chevron park like they would so kids can come out and load on the buses and pull out. Um, currently, I believe they do park some buses there overnight. Um, I think that's the way it is around the county altogether, though. I, I know there's um, – I live out towards uh, Newmarket, and I've seen buses 
parked out that way as well. So, I mean, I know um, that happens throughout the county. I think it's just space. And, you know, we're a large county. We're very spread out. Um, I mean, geographically, you think from, you know, going from like Catoctin, Thurmont area all the way down to like Brunswick, that's a long way. And if you had to get buses from um, the main, you know, 7446 Hayward Road, where a lot of the buses are, and people had to come in there and then drive out, I think that would take a long time for the specific route. So, I, again, I don't want to speak out of turn to that, um, but I believe, you know, it is a geographic thing. But I can't, um, I can't totally tell you if, if that's going to continue there or not. That would be a question for transportation or for or for Mr. Lebo. The plans as they are now, it, it looks like um, there'll be a new parking area for up to 16 buses. That's what. And that's correct. And that's for the student population of, of Walkersville Middle. You know, as buses come and, you know, they might be there during the day as they're there. And then the people come back, pick up their buses, and then they line up. The kids load up and they truck them out to their, uh, drop them off at home. And then from there, I, you know, I'm not sure what the plan would be. But are there design considerations and where you're putting buses if they're going to be parked overnight near a residential area? It sounded like there were some concerns at this meeting about that, be, the buses being parked and maybe running adjacent to a residential area. I could understand if there was a concern, but again, I, I can't really speak to that. I'm not sure what their, what their design just in terms is. of the design where you're putting a parking area for buses mm -hmm. is, is that a consideration or because of the space that's where it's, it it's there's it's, it's space i mean i mean i guess theoretically it could be shifted to the other side but there's houses over there too so you know the there's only so much room and and you know you have to think about too when you do a um a school drive aisle with buses the turning radius it's not like turning a car now, those things are 40, 50 foot long. You've got to make sure there's enough room that they can crank the wheel and turn in there. I mean, it's, it's, not, as, uh, it's not as easy as just making a little curved turning area or, or parking area. It, it does take a lot, of, lot more space than even like a, a vehicle, regular car parking area. So. And I think you mentioned earlier, um, you know, as a result of these these concerns, you're going to be going back to the plans, taking a look at them, seeing if you can increase green space. Is that right? Correct. And, mm -hmm. and that might include fewer parking spaces. Is it a concern at all? You know, enrollment at Walkersville is 900 about. Um, you know, you're talking about adding new students, buses, cars teachers um, to this one area, you know, are you concerned about enrollment increasing to any students? I mean, the results of that could be traffic increase or, you know, how are you kind of mitigating those increase in everything, buses, cars, everything? It, it's, that's a fine line. I mean, again, I, I can't speak to the enrollment. That's not even, that's not in my purview either. But um, yes, that's actually a concern. I think that's one of the reasons why we had the parking maybe shown a little bit more than um, the town would like to see. So again, we're going to listen to what they want to say and um, we want to work together with them. So we're going to, we're going to reduce that parking and, and show that green space and um, hopefully move forward on it. You are not just the uh, project manager of Rock Creek. You are the project, you're the construction guy for FCPS as a whole, you know, a, a, a pretty important figure in that process. 
What other projects do you guys have in the in the school system right now outside of Rock Creek? Well, we have a in our construction department. Um, we have a director, Roger Fritz, and then um, two senior project managers, myself and Brad Aholt. Um, and then we have other project managers, um, Tony Ray, Tom Mulligan, Vernon Beals, who handle um, a lot of systemic projects. So Brad and I handle all the capital projects, school, new schools and major renovations and whatnot. Um, Brad is currently on uh, Butterfly Ridge and Sugarloaf Elementary and then the new Urbana Elementary. Um, currently... Rock Creek is is mine. I'm wrapping up Frederick High School. I was uh, I was the project manager in charge of Frederick High School, um, and I believe I believe I'm going to be on the Waverly Elementary School project. I don't know if that's a set in stone, but I think currently that's my name is on the the sheet. So <laughs> we'll see if that stands. But um, that those are really the major projects. I know we have some of our systemics. We just um, uh, doing some uh, HVAC unit replacement up at Catoctin High School. They had a huge crane out there the other day. It, it came in on like 16 tractor trailers. Um, it was really impressive. And so they, they got all of the units, the old ones craned off and the new ones craned on uh, yesterday. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, we do a lot of uh, roof replacements, uh, flooring replacements, window and doors. I mean, all that kind of stuff is split. Um, you know, we do a lot of that stuff. And then maintenance, our maintenance department does does some as well. They're a lot of more focused on uh, maintaining the buildings themselves and we're doing a lot of the new construction work would it be fair to say that rock creek right now is your biggest priority for you in your position um they're all a priority I, that's a that's a that's a loaded question <laughs> and I, I mean i'm i'm trying to get frederick finished out we're mm. we're very close i probably within the next two to three weeks we're going to be done and then more into the warranty phase so they're wrapping up um the practice turf practice field they started that the other day, so in a couple, about a week they'll be done that. Um, fencing, landscaping, and we're just kind of putting all that in now. So that's the, I would say, yeah, I guess so. That was probably Rock Creek is probably more my focus right now. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I kind of keep keep my fingers on all those uh, the pulse on all those things as we go around. But it's it's um, it's exciting. That's what makes that's when you asked me before about if I wanted to get into with the the school board when that job opened up that that's the thing that makes it exciting to me too is juggling a lot of projects you know keeping in, involved with all those sort of things and um it's kind of like a legacy thing you're saying well you know i was i worked on that building or it's pretty cool it's it's rewarding um we usually finish these things up with a lot of fun questions i don't know that emma's familiar with that have you ever listened to an episode of frederick uncut just like you have not read my article, okay. I have not listened to one of your podcasts. That's good. I'm glad you admitted <laughs> that on air. Uh, before we get to those questions, is there any question you left out? Anything, um, you, anything you'd like to ask this, this fine young man giving us his time? Nothing? We got through it all? Sounds uh, like we got through I, it all. I mean, I think so. It sounds like your next steps going forward are just revising the plan and um yep. you plan to present it do you have a date that you'll be presenting we don't yet because i've um i haven't gotten kind of feedback from the architect yet as to when they're going to have that plan updated and kind of i think once that all takes place and and then we can find i know that the planning commission meets like every two weeks or, or something along those lines so we'd have to fall in line with if we miss that date then we got to wait you know submit and 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 then wait till the uh till that next date that they'd be available great Fair enough. 
So if you think of any fun questions, please feel free to ask them. Is that a, is that a deal? All right. Okay. Uh, everybody here is nervous right now. Everybody here is nervous. How fun. <laughs> so I'm going to start you off with an easy one. Okay. Which would you prefer food from, Sheets or Wawa? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think Wawa. I, I, I don't know what it is about Wawa. I, I, I like their stuff better. But Wawa doesn't have a fryer. That's okay. I'm not a big – I don't I don't eat a lot of fried food, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh, it's all, I'm about – I like subs. I'll eat a good sub any day. So Wawa subs to me are pretty think, pretty money. Isn't it Hoagie Fest now at Wawa too? Is it? I, I think so. I'll have to – get a sub for $3. I might have to go check that out. Does Wawa I'm glad you brought us? that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should. That's a they, good plug yeah, for them, right? They should. Uh, do you have a favorite television show? Um, I don't. I don't watch a ton of TV, but currently my wife and I were watching um, on Netflix Santa Clarita Diet. Oh yeah, okay. It is hilarious. <laughs> I, it's um, it's definitely adults only, but uh, with the, some of the language, but it's really funny. Um, uh, I think it's Drew Barrymore is yeah. hilarious, and mm-hmm. I don't know the guy who plays her husband, but he is he's funny too. It's it's really good. That's probably my favorite show right That's now. That's your favorite show yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, what was the last concert you attended? Um, jeez. Let's see. Well, I'm going. Uh, Lake Ligonier has the Reagan Years Thursday night at their summer concert series. I'm going there. You're going there. I'm very excited okay. about that. Um, <laughs> let's see. Last concert I saw. Kenny Chesney. Okay. And I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go see Chris Stapleton in September in Baltimore. So I'm, I'm pumped up about that too. You're a country guy, huh? Country uh, music. I like guy. all music. I'm, but okay. it just happens to be what it's. I guess what I'm. I've been going to, but I do listen. I listen to a lot of stuff. Reggae. I like reggae. reggae Big reggae music. fan. Wow. Yeah. Do you do you dance a lot? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe I guess sometimes, but not. Uh, you won't. You won't spot me out on the dance floor too often, though. Emma, do you have a fun question? Um, well, I'm new to town. Can you recommend me a good restaurant? What, what do you like to question. eat? My question. Clearly, you've never listened. Wow. <laughs> um, let me think. I I tell you, it's. I think for the money, I love the wine kitchen. The I, wine kitchen. I was sitting on the creek, and um, my wife and I went. For our anniversary, we went there not that long ago, and it was dynamite. And just sitting outside, and you know, a glass of wine, and and the uh, um, the food was it was really good, really really good. So I would say right. I would say that would be the place to go. What All did right. you get? What would you recommend she order? Um, well, believe it or not, they had a burger there that was probably the best burger I've ever had in my entire life. At the wine kitchen? Yes. <laughs> all right it's it's serious it's it was really good that the um we also had uh scallops scallops were really good so okay all right right. i have to try it either that or even if you like sushi you could um what's the lazy fish lazy fish that's pretty good too i I enjoyed that too so yeah um that was a great one you stole my question thanks emma we're never (laughs) doing this again (laughs) um so uh, we'll get you out of here on this i always like to ask this question if you could have uh dinner with three people dead or alive who would they be wow that's that's really putting me on the spot because that's a tough one um i thought the food question was hard yeah i think um thomas jefferson and why i I think he was brilliant i mean he really 
putting together a lot of the fabric of the country to me, it's, I mean, how hard that would be, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's a, a lot of construction. It is. That is a <laughs> lot of construction. Um, I think, um, Robert De Niro, I, okay. I, I love him as an actor. I think he's What's your favorite Bobby good, De Niro movie. Goodfellas is Goodfellas. by far okay. just one of the best. It's just awesome. <laughs> um, let me think. I don't know. Third. Probably like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I think he's he'd have some uh, some good stories to tell his career, and I think that'd be some you know some interesting stuff. Are you a big basketball guy? College basketball. Uh-huh. I like college basketball more than the pros. I'll watch the pros, but um, University big... of Maryland fan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go okay. blue. Go blue. <laughs> <laughs> we know where she stands. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks. Emma. <laughs> Uh, thank you <laughs> Brian Steiger Steiger right yep okay right. Brian Steiger thank you so much for taking thank the time thank you appreciate by. it